Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. I'd like to say that he has the best singing voice in Cleveland media. He also covers all things Cleveland sports for Cleveland.com. Hayden Grove joining us on the hotline. Hayden, appreciate you jumping on with us today, my man. Thank you. Thank you. I don't think that's a very high bar from what I've what I can tell in terms of the Best singing voice in the Cleveland media. I don't think the bar is So I'm either. selling you short is what you're saying. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to no, give you no, that. No, no, no. no, you're not selling me short. I'm just saying the, the book from what I've heard, I don't, I, don't know, uh, I don't know that there's many great voices out there in the Cleveland media. Well, so, I, I, know, super high. I know you're generally referred to as like the next Michael Buble. So maybe I do need to up the ante a little bit with the way that I intro you when we come in. So I'll, no, I'll, no, I'll work on it. Yeah, no, it's all good. I'm not, it's not about that. It's just like. I would hope if I'm uh, if I'm any good, I hope that I'm the best in the Cleveland media. You think you got Daryl Ryder beat? I I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> D-Rad's got a great voice and with within his own right. Talking with Hayden Grove here on the hotline. Uh, we talked earlier in the show, Hayden, and this was one of the big topics. I think just going into the weekend, obviously, when we got the news Friday from Cincinnati that Joe Mixon was taking a pay cut to over the final two years of his deal to help create some more cap space and potentially be able to stay with Cincinnati longer term than even just the contract that he's under. And my immediate thought went to the Browns and with so much talk this offseason about what the future holds for Nick Chubb, wondering if something could be in the future similar for Nick Chubb next year where maybe they try to talk him into a pay cut and then that leads to maybe an extension that's a little bit lesser money that opens things up to pay other players. Does that seem like something the Browns and Nick Chubb could potentially work towards coming up in next next year in 2024? Well, it certainly sounds like something the Browns would be interested in. Um, I don't think there's any doubt that the Browns would, um, you know, want to do that. I mean, you know, the Browns are very cap, uh, cap intelligent. They know what's going on with the market. Um, and I think that that would be well within their interest and their, you know, probably the best interest of the franchise for them to do that. And I think Nick Chubb is a very much a team guy. He wants to win. I think he loves Cleveland. I think he loves playing for the Browns. So maybe that would be something that they could come up and uh, and figure out next year. I mean, I don't know. I, I can't guarantee you that's the case. I don't know exactly, you know, what Nick Chubb's thoughts are and, and if he wants to get, you know, paid in full. But maybe it's a situation where you could kind of rework that contract and, and maybe add, a, like you said, add a couple years on and maybe just stretch that money out a little bit. Um, so it would be a little bit of a pay cut, but maybe you could get some more um, longevity out of him. So um, I think it would be a really good idea. I think it would be a really yeah. good idea, and I think the Browns would be – um, really, really ready to do that. Well, and I'm with you too. Like in normal circumstances, I wouldn't ever really look at a guy and say, "Oh, he's going to take a discount." I mean, we we got spoiled last year as uh, with with the Guardians and 
you know, Jose Ramirez did that. And I think he's obviously he already was a fan favorite, but that puts him up there in, in Cleveland lore forever as a guy who stuck around and took less money to do so. And the same would be said for Nick Chubb, but that, that's the reason why it comes to mind for me because Nick Chubb does seem like the kind of guy who would at least entertain something like that. I think the biggest factor has to be that Cleveland proves that they can be a Super Bowl contending team this year, which I guess adds more pressure to what the season means coming ahead because if they can prove they're a winner, Nick Chubb's exactly the type of guy who I could see, as you said, like a team guy, character guy, who would maybe think about something like that. Oh, I certainly think that's part of it. You know, if they don't compete this year, they don't play well this year, then yeah, I don't think that's going to be something that's going to interest Nick Chubb. Um, He wants to win. I think that's the biggest thing. I mean, he would love to play in Cleveland. Uh, maybe his whole career, I would think, but but at the same time, he wants to win football games. So if they don't play well, um, that's certainly going to be an issue. Um, but yeah, I, I think that you know, with Joe Mixon, the Bengals have proven they're a Super Bowl contender. You know, they're going to be around. They're going to win. Joe Burrow is a franchise quarterback. I mean, if if they can, if the Browns can prove all those things this year that Deshaun Watson is back to being Deshaun Watson, that they're going to win games, that Kevin Stefanski is the coach of the future, then yeah, then I think it'd be a much easier decision for. Nick Chubb would be like, okay, yeah, I want to stick around in this situation. I'll take a little less money to do so uh, and renegotiate that contract, maybe open up some money for other, you know, spots. But um, if they don't play well, yeah, that's certainly going to be something to where he's going to have to kind of make a decision like, okay, you know, does my money make, does the money I'm giving up make us a Super Bowl contender? Or, you know, are we going to be just the same as we were just with me getting paid less and me being here longer? So, um, it's a very interesting thing, but I think it does put a little more pressure on the season. And I think it's a great idea, though. Cleveland.com's Hayden Grove joining us on the show. Uh, Sticking with the Browns, we know we're less than a week out now from their trip to the Greenbrier. I've kind of wondered, like, how much does something like that do for a team? Because I don't know that you ever look back and see, like, it's a Super Bowl champion and wonder, like, Oh man, if they they did this bonding exercise before the season started and that's what made the difference, you know what I mean? So how much do you think getting the team just kind of together away from Cleveland for a week is is going to impact their uh their their camaraderie I guess leading up to the season? Yeah, uh cue the glory days theme. Um I <laughs> when I was in high school, when I played in high school, we every year we did a week-long retreat before the season in uh at this little like camp thing and um and i think it was tremendous for us i think it brought us together and it really you know helped us to bond and and we had i still have some great memories laughs jokes you know just great times i mean the practices were hell it was florida in august and just brutal but we bonded because we hated it so much we hated the practices but we bonded because we were there together and we we enjoyed the hell out of ourselves and uh you know, so I can't take it from a pro perspective. Um, they don't do it often. I mean, maybe some teams do it often, but the Browns haven't done it often. So I, I think it will bring them together, and I think it's a great idea. I, I do. I think it's it's good to, you know, this is such an important season for the Browns. You know, I think this is a great opportunity for Deshaun Watson to really, you know, liken himself to his teammates, become that captain, become that face of the franchise, that leader that the Browns need him to be. Um, I think it will bring them together as a unit, as a group. Um, and those guys will really kind of come together because, you know, at the end of the day, camaraderie does matter. And I think the Browns have had kind of locker room issues the past two years. And maybe not like, you know, big locker room fights, but just not just not cohesiveness, just not t- togetherness. Um, and I think this could certainly help that. And I think the sign of a great team, you know, does often come with how great you are as a unit. So, you know, you look at the, the Chiefs and you watch this quarterback special on Netflix and they just look like they're, you know, locked in step and they're all great friends and they just, figure it out and uh 
And I think that's what the Browns, you know, want to strive for. So I think it's a great idea, and I think it should help. I think it should help that camaraderie and uh, and maybe even, you know, help on the football field as well. Yeah, it's, it, it's just something I'm curious about, too, because we kind of – the old way of doing training camp for most teams was you'd go to, like, a college campus and you'd stay in the dorms and it was this whole thing, and now there's less and less teams that do that. I know Pittsburgh still does. I know Buffalo still does. There's a few others out there. But that was kind of – this sort of it was from the same vein of like, hey, we're gonna get everybody together away from the facility and kind of go somewhere and build camaraderie. But as we've gotten further and further away from that, I've just kind of wondered. And you said it like, I don't know how it how it resonates from a pro perspective, but yeah, like I I just wonder how much of an impact it actually has for these guys who are more driven by like the contracts and things more than ever before. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you know, the one thing that I'll say, and maybe it's a bad thing, maybe it's a good thing, I don't know, but they're they're not going to be there with anybody else. You know, the wives aren't going to be there, the kids aren't going to be there, um, and, and it's just a week to kind of focus on them and the team. And, you know, I remember, like, when I, again, cue the glory days theme, but we weren't allowed to have any, you know, girlfriends, parents, nothing. It was just us, and it brought us together because we all, all we had was each other, and we had two days in that, you know, horrid heat and humidity and – you know, we would we got through it because we, you know, came together. And we were like, the only way we're going to get through this is if we do it together. And we did. And, you know, it made us a better team and it made us closer. And, you know, I still love and talk to those guys pretty much, you know, every day. So, um, yeah, I, I think that from a pro perspective, I think the only reason that it will resonate is because, you know, they have nowhere else to go. They have nothing else to do. They're not going to be distracted by their friends they're not going to be distracted by their families by restaurants by anything they're just going to have each other so um i think it's a great opportunity for them to kind of take a week and maybe kick it old school i think all those guys probably did something like this in high school or college and uh it's a good opportunity for them to kind of remember what it's like and how lucky they are to be playing this game and making so much money doing so hayden grove joining us on the north Olmsted christ the jeep dodge ram hotline follow him on twitter at h underscore grove with the latest on shane bieber he's not starting tomorrow he's got the elbow inflammation which is obviously never a good sign where does that leave the guardians as the trade deadline approaches do they become more buyers or sellers you think at this point man i don't know like i was telling jig garrett the other day or yesterday like i've said on twitter both sides of the spectrum i said oh, this team is going to rock it you know they're going to they've, they've gone through the bad times and they're going to just figure it out and here we go you know they're going to win this division going away and it's going to be you know another, a great second half of the season and then i've also said you know this team is snake bitten and that we shouldn't expect anything and and i'm kind of bad i was bullish going into the dead they're going into the break i'm like all right they figured it out there in first place you know they're going to come out of the break they're going to play well and uh you know, and maybe they won't win that series against the Rangers, but they got some series coming up against the Royals. Like, they're going to push a, push ahead. Yeah. And uh, now with Shane being out, I'm like, well, I think they're back to being snake bitten. And because you can't, you really can't trade Shane now. Maybe you can, but his value is as low as it's ever been. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Um, it just seems like everything that can go wrong has gone wrong, kind of like last year, or unlike last year, where everything that went right or could go right went right. So where does that put them at the deadline? I don't know. Um I think they'll look. I think they'll be open to to to, um, to prosper to players, and they'll be open to deals. But at the same time, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to be in buyer mode or seller mode. I think they'll just kind of stay the course and stick with what they got. And I don't think they'll really do much of anything if Shane, you know, is not going to get traded. Ken and Lima had a really fascinating conversation this week about the idea of acquiring Shohei Otani, which, listen, before you hang up on me for even putting it out out there to you, 
Um, because it is highly unlikely that the Guardians would ever be able to actually afford or make a move for a guy like Shohei Otani. But they brought up an interesting point that I was talking about before we brought you in here um, with just the TV contract situation. And it seems like more than ever, like the TV contracts are are sort of nav- are how teams navigate the business side of the finances of sports. And I brought up Lionel Messi as an example. He comes to Inter-Miami, and part of the deal is that Basically, MLS got the TV partners to pay some of his salary because Inter-Miami wasn't going to be able to afford it all, and it was all just to kind of benefit the league. Now, I'm not saying the league is going to be able to do something like that in baseball or that they even want Shohei Otani in Cleveland of all places, but with te- with teams now, a handful of teams at least, going to be looking into finding new TV partners, Was there will there ever be a chance that the Guardians could go out and find somebody who's going to pick up their games and convince them, like, listen, we're trying to uh, sign Shohei Otani to a long-term deal here, and we think he adds this much value to a TV package that we now bring to the table. If you guys cover, let's say he's supposed to make $60 million a, a year, you know, if you can give us an extra $35 million a year in the deal, we can pick up the other twenty. Like, is there any way ever that the Guardians could sort of play with the big market teams just based off of what they're bringing in through TV contracts and things. Like, it feels like that's kind of the future of this sport, and the TV contracts get bigger and bigger, and it'll allow some of these other teams to play ball with some of the bigger market teams. God, I wish, and I hope. <laughs> that would be the most amazing thing, man. I I would I – would, if, he, if he were to come here, oh, my God. I mean, it would just be the most incredible thing. I mean, he's the best player to ever play the, the, the yeah. game. And Cleveland's already had one of those in LeBron. Um, and, you know, it, it lit this town up, right? I mean, just for 11 years, lit this town like crazy. And Cleveland is not number one basketball town. Cleveland's probably a football town than a baseball town. But if you brought Shohei, Shohei Otani here, I think you'd have sellouts every night, or most nights, I think you'd have a sellout. I think you'd have, you know, like you said, incredible amount of TV coverage, incredible amount of, just revenue coming in, I think, and, and I think it would just prove to the fan base that, like, you know, these guys are trying. They're giving their all to, to try to win and to try to, you know, make this franchise as great as possible. So, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't expect it, no. Uh, but I think, I think Ken and Lima and you are right. I think that it would be, yeah, I think they absolutely could try to, you know, work out some kind of crazy deal to where if they brought in Shohei Otani for, you know, a $600, $600 million contract that maybe the TV deal would kind of try to, you know, they would try to make – they would try to think out the, outside the yeah. box as much as they could to make it work. But I think the problem is, honestly, is that, you know, as as much as Cleveland could try, I think that, you know, that the Yankees could outbid. And, and you know, imagine him in New York and imagine him, you know, even with the Mets. I mean, you know, those contracts would probably be out of this world too. So, yeah, I mean, I would love it more than anything to have Shohei Otani in Cleveland. I mean, you know, LeBron proved that, that you can – you can be a star in Cleveland. You can be the world's biggest star in Cleveland. It's it's doable, and it, you know they they had national TV games all the time, and um and you know they were appointment viewing television, and games were sold ever sold out every night. I mean you can do it, but you know it's just it's it's just when LeBron was when LeBron was a free agent, ultimately he decided to go to LA. Yeah. Um and you know that's that's kind of what I'm thinking with Shohei Otani that like you know it could be a six hundred million dollar deal. Um, and the money could be there, and the, the Guardians could do everything right. But then, you know, then in come the Yankees or in come the yeah. Mets or the Dodgers or the, you know, whatever. So yeah. uh, I would love Ota- Otani and Cleveland, even if just for this half a year. It would be amazing. But 
um, I wouldn't get my hopes up. And it's also more so even just a conversation like what the future holds because with the TV deals up in the air, like how that comes to fruition and what that looks like moving forward could impact the Guardians' ability to sign bigger-name players. So it's something to keep an eye on, obviously. Last thing to get you out of here, if the Cavs go on to win the Summer League Championship, what, what should, like, what, how much does that carry weight with the fan base? Like, What should fans be taking away from the Summer League as a whole, especially with uh, Amani Bates and how he's performed because he's, he's put up some decent numbers throughout these first four games? Uh, Spencer, do you want the do you want the honest answer or do you want the uh, <laughs> do you want the the PC answer? I want the uh, I want the honest answer. We want to we want to get to the is, truth here. The honest answer is not much. I mean, yeah, I, they have some good play. Like Isaiah Mobley, I think, will be a, a serviceable kind of um, role player in the NBA. Maybe a, a, like a tenth or eleventh guy on the bench eventually. Um, you know, some of the other two way contract guys. You know, they, they they have some good players, and I'm not I'm not discounting them. Um, and I think in Monty Bates, I think it's a good step in the right direction. I think that's the one thing you can take away. I don't care if they win the Summer League Championship. I don't care if they finish last in the Summer League Championship in the playoffs, whatever. If if you get if you see Monty Bates and you see some real signs of life and development and, like, okay, the talent's there, that's what you should take away. You know, the guys on the, on the floor in Cleveland, you're not worried about, you know, you're not worried about the Summer League guys. Those are the guys that are going to be kind of end of the bench, maybe role players. But if Amani Bates, who, you know, has the talent to be a legit player in the NBA and a legit starter, I think, over time, if he continues to show development, that's what we're going to look for. So if I'm the Cavs, enjoy the summer league. Definitely enjoy the development. If you're, a, if you're a hoops head, definitely enjoy that. But look, if you're not, just look at Amani Bates' numbers. Look at how he's performing. That's the biggest takeaway I would have from the summer league. I agree. It's hard because you don't want to crush fans' hopes and dreams, and it's tangible no. basketball we have in front of us in the summer, so I get why it's exciting. But at the same time, like, guys, it's the summer league. It's a lot of first- and second-year players, and I don't know how much how much of a test it is for all these guys. But, yeah, I, I agree with you. Like, how Amani Bates played – and the fact that clearly there's something there is maybe the most promising thing you can take away. So, Hayden. Absolutely. Go ahead. Absolutely. Always appreciate. No, I was going to say, Webinyama Web Web went like two for 13. He looked like a kid out of a wall. Like, you know, he just looked horrible in the first game. And it's like, you know, he's not going to be that bad. So, it's just, yeah. it's, it's too early and it's too, like, new. And it's, too, it's just too much to put any stock in. He's Hayden Grove. Covers all things Cleveland sports for Cleveland.com. You can follow him on Twitter again at H underscore grove always appreciate chatting with you my friend we'll do it again soon uh, you're not are you going to the Greenbrier, or is that all mary Kay? that is all mary Kay. she is going <laughs> to take the reins down there so i will not be down there um but we will definitely be watching and august 1st starting august 1st we'll be in berea so all right um we'll be plenty of training camp coverage after that awesome well we can't wait to read it and see it and hear it all from you appreciate you hayden take care my man have a great rest of your sunday all right, Spencer. Thank you, man. You too. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.